We love and appreciate you guys. How many loves Bishop, First Lady? Now listen, this is October, and it is Pastor Appreciation Month. Tomorrow we're going to honor them for Pastor Appreciation Month. I don't want to embarrass them, but if you want an opportunity to bless them, please bless them tomorrow. They're actually going to be going the last Sunday of the month. The 31st, they're going to be going. Uh, trick or treat, Bishop's out of the house on Halloween. Uh, but he's been asked to preach in Ohio. So we are going to make sure tomorrow we're going to bless them. One more time, can we give a great big hand clap today? Amen. Bishop, Sister Laura, love and appreciate them. Amen. How many is ready to praise and worship Jesus today? Can you find somebody across the aisle, shake somebody's hand as we invite our praise and worship team out? I'm a person of destiny. Grace and mercy follow me.
Jesus for that victory. Oh, we glorify your name, Lord. Oh. Amen. How we can say that today that you're victorious. Come, we've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. Anybody victorious today? Amen. Give your neighbor a high five and tell them I'm victorious. Sometimes you need to remind yourself. Amen. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer tonight, asking the Lord to have his will and his way throughout this service tonight and also tomorrow in revival. We appreciate uh, Brother Moppin making his way all the way here from Arkansas. We love and appreciate him. Amen. So we're looking forward to a great time in the Lord. If you have a prayer request, we'll take those by uplifting of hands. Amen. How many knows that God knows every need? And he also knows the solution to your need today. How many believes that God brought what you need tonight? Anybody truly believe that? And if he knows our needs and he cares for us, that the exact thing you need is here already. Amen. Let's go before the Lord in prayer. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you tonight, God. Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to gather together with one mind and one accord, Lord Jesus, to praise you, to worship you, to honor you, Lord, in this place today, God. I pray, Lord, you lead us, guide us, and direct us, Lord, in the Holy Ghost. God, I pray, Lord Jesus, if we have any sin in our hearts, you forgive us. God, if we've said anything, heard anything, thought anything, done anything, Lord, at all, it wasn't of you, God. Anything, Lord God, would keep your presence from moving in this place. God, I pray, Lord, you remove it, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you touch, Lord God, and bless, Lord, every hand. God, you saw every request, every need that's in this house today. God, I know you care for us. I know you love us, Jesus. I pray, Lord, today you give us ears to hear. God, a heart to receive, Lord Jesus. God, help us, Lord God, during this time of praise and worship. God, to honor you, Lord God, with everything we have, Lord Jesus. God, to put aside ourselves, Lord God, and to worship you, Lord Jesus. God, because of who you are, Lord God. We love you, Lord God. We come with expectation in our hearts. God, knowing and believing that all things are possible, God, right now in this moment, in this service. God, anoint our musicians, anoint our singers. God, anoint your man of God today, Lord, as he brings forth the word. God, inhabit, Lord God, the praise of your people. God, throughout this whole service, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, in the name of Jesus, amen, amen. One more time, will you clap your hands and lift up your voice unto the Lord today. Come on, can you thank him for all he's done? God, I love you. I praise you. I worship you tonight, Jesus. I worship you, Lord, in this house, God. You're great, Lord. God, and greatly to be praised. Hallelujah, Lord. You've been so good to me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, we magnify you, Jesus. Amen, amen. The Bible says that if everything that was written about the Lord and what he did in those three years, he, uh, 33 years he was on this earth, even the world couldn't hold all the, the Bibles, the books that would be written. Amen. And you imagine the amount of writing that would take of all the goodness that Jesus did. So I think it's important that we take a little bit of time to praise and worship him because if we look back on our own lives, there would be books and books that would be written that would take us a long time. Amen. So as we get ready to enter into a time of giving and into a time of praise and worship, let's remember that. What we can give to him in praise and worship doesn't compare to what he's done for us. Amen. One more time, can you clap your hands to the Lord from your heart and let him know, Lord, I thank you. Don't just say it, to say it, but from your heart, God, I thank you. I love you, Lord. We appreciate you tonight. Amen. Amen. 
If we can get a couple ushers to make their way up, we're going to take up our offering. God has been so good to us as a church. He's richly blessed us. It's our gift and opportunity to give back to him. Grab that offering in your hand. Let's pray with it. Lord, we love you. We praise you. God, thank you, Lord, for our God, everything you've given us. God, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to give back to your kingdom. Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Go ahead and march up your offering. Continue to praise and worship with our worship team tonight.
get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. He picks me up, he turns me around, he plays my feet on solid ground. I make a master, I make a savior. Get up, get up, get up, get up out of that grave. He picks me 
his goodness and what he's done for me when I think of his goodness and how he set me free. I will jump, 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 jump all night, all night. Think of his goodness and what he's done for me when I think of his goodness and how he set me free. I will run, 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 run all night, all night.
Amen. Can we praise him right now? Come on, can we praise him right now? Come on, why don't you clap your hands to heaven, lift up your voice and praise him right now. Come on, praise the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Come on, because he deserves it. Lord, we love you, Jesus. God, we praise you. Lord, we honor you tonight. Amen. Amen. you make your way back to your seats tonight, we're going to get our speaker right up today. We're excited to have our evangelist, Brother Moppin, with us. I know he's traveled all over, and uh, we are excited to be able to be on his schedule. And uh, we're thankful. How many thankful of men of God that's willing to go around and still evangelize? I know it's a sacrifice. Amen. Will you right now lift your hands to heaven and let's pray, amen, that God would have his will in his way. Also pray for Brother Mop as he gets ready to minister. Come on, we need to hear from God today. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you, God. God, thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, to be in revival tonight. God, thank you, Lord, for men, Lord, families, God, that are willing, Lord, God, to go the extra mile, Lord Jesus. God, to evangelize, God, to go throughout all of the states, God, and to minister, Lord God. I pray, Lord, you'd have your will and your way. God, you would use him, Lord God, in a mighty and a powerful way. God, I pray, Lord, you let your anointing flow, Lord God, from this pulpit. God, you give us ears to hear tonight, Lord, and a heart to receive. God, we're trusting and believing today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Can you put your hands together today? Amen for our evangelist, Brother Moppin. Come on, let's give that hand clap to the only one who's worthy. His name is Jesus. Hallelujah to our risen King. Hallelujah to our Savior. He's so worthy. Come on, he's worthy of all we can give him tonight. He's great and greatly to be praised. When I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, my soul cries out hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. Somebody, think about who you used to be. Think about what he's done for you in your past. It ought to be easy to praise him. It ought to be easy to lift your hands. It ought to be easy to lift your voice. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I like what I feel in the house of God tonight. Why don't we just one more time just lift our hands? Come on, everybody, would you just lift your hands to him and just tell him, I love you, Jesus. Come on, just tell him, I love you, Jesus. Over and over again, he loves to hear you say it. I love you, Jesus. More than anything in this world, more than silver and gold, more than fame, more than wealth, more than popularity, more than my own family, more than anything this world can give me, God. I love you, Jesus. Oh, what a wonderful Savior. What a wonderful God. I'm so thankful I know him. I'm so glad to be back at Heritage Apostolic Tabernacle in Muncie, Indiana. Uh, one of my favorite places to preach. I love this church. I love uh, your bishop and his wife and their family. And uh, these great men of God over here. And uh, singers and musicians, thank you for leading us into the presence of God. Uh, I'm thankful to be in the house of God. I don't want to ever take for granted where I'm at. If you think about it, it's easy to just come in here and go through the motions. But we need to think about where we're at right now. Because this isn't just a building. I know it's a building. I know it's carpet. I know it's drywall paint. I know it's pews. 
thankful for it. It's a beautiful building. But we need to think about where we're at right now. Because the God of all glory is in this house right now. Think about that for just a moment. Think about the same, the same spirit that moved on the face of the waters in the beginning of time. That spirit's moving in this place right now. The same voice that said, let there be light, and it didn't matter how dark darkness was, light had to happen. That same voice is speaking tonight. The same hands that reached down into the dust of earth and created man, those same hands are reaching down and touching our hearts and our lives tonight. So I don't want to ever take it for granted. This isn't just a Saturday night service. This isn't just a revival. This isn't just another meeting. But the God of all glory, the creator, is in this place. And when he shows up, anything is possible. He's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask or even think in this house tonight. Thank you for coming tonight. The best decision you made all day was saying, I'm going to go to the house of God tonight. Thank you for being here. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Romans, the fourth chapter. I'm so excited to be here. I've been looking forward to this ever since we put it on the books. And uh, it's been, uh, I guess, almost two years since I've been here. Of course, last year don't, don't really count, does it? We just swapped that, that one from our minds. So. Romans, the fourth chapter, I'll read actually the ending of that verse. It says, Even God, who calleth those things which be not as though they were. Another version says, God calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Another version says, He calls into existence the things that do not exist. And here's my favorite version. With a word, He makes something out of nothing. Now, I'm going to preach the longest title I've ever preached in my life. But it's not going to be the longest. It's actually going to be the shortest message I've ever preached. But the longest title. Here's what I'm going to preach tonight. When the Creator changes the character of creation. If you'll set your Bibles down, lift your hands and hearts and let's talk to him one more time. Lord, we love you and we thank you for your power and your majesty and your glory that we feel in this house. God, I ask you to anoint me to preach your anointed word. God, don't let it be my words, my thoughts, or my sermon, but your words and your thoughts and your message for your people. Speak to our hearts. Change the character of creation in this place tonight, God. Move when no one else can move. God, do what only you can do in this place tonight, and we give you praise for what you're going to do. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we pray. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands one more time? And the Bible says not only to clap your hands, but shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Can you add a shout? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you. You can be seated. John said it like this, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. He, he is the creator. And because he is the creator, 
He has the unique ability to change the character of creation. See, the Creator spoke creation into existence. He breathed life into His creation. And it was at that very moment that creation took on its own distinct character. Character means, if you don't know what that word is, it, it, it defined, it means features and traits that form the individual nature of some person or thing. So when he breathed life into everything, he breathed life into Adam and Eve, into creation, they all took on a character that was unique to their individual nature. And because he was the one doing the creator, the creator can reach down into creation and he can change things that no one else can change. The Creator once again would speak into creation as He breathes into His creation once again the Holy Ghost and creation will begin to change its character. I've got good news for somebody here tonight. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, I don't care who you are. I don't care what mess you brought in here, what problem, what addiction, what heartache, what pain. The Creator is here, and He's ready to breathe life into your lifelessness. He's ready to breathe hope into your hopelessness. He's ready to breathe something inside of you and change who you, I don't care if you're two or 20 or 102. It doesn't matter how long you've been, what you are. God is getting ready to change who you are in this service tonight. Think about it. The entire Bible is filled with the creator changing the, the character of his creation. A lifeless womb that had been barren for 90 long years gives birth because he changes the character. Spontaneous combustion catches a bush on fire on the backside of a desert mountain called Horeb where a deliverer was running from his past, but the bush isn't consumed. The Red Sea with an average depth of 1,610 feet parts for liberated Hebrew slaves. That muddy seafloor that had always been wet and never seen the light of day dries in a moment's notice. So don't come in here and tell me that he can't work in your situation. Don't tell me that he can't. He's the creator and he can change the character of your situation tonight. A rock that was just taking up space in a dry desert wasteland begins to produce flowing water to quench the thirst of millions of weary wilderness wanderers. A river named Jordan that had always flowed from its creation stops flowing when four priests carrying the presence of God in a, a gold-covered ark steps into its flooded banks. So it doesn't matter what the adversary is whispering in your ear tonight. He's not the creator. God is the creator. And the creator can change the character of your addiction tonight. A teenage shepherd boy that doubled as a troubadour, becomes a mighty giant slayer. 
The sling and those harp-playing hands becomes a deadly, accurate weapon. A smooth stone that had spent its entire existence at the bottom of a brook becomes a forehead-seeking missile. So I've come to tell you it doesn't matter what the lawyer says. He's the creator. It doesn't matter what the judge says. He's the creator. And the creator can change the character of your marriage and your family tonight. Fire that had always burned and consumed everything it encountered encounters three flame-retardant Hebrew boys that would not worship Nebuchadnezzar's golden image. Hungry, man-eating lions who devour their prey refuse to eat a holy man that refused to eat the king's food and stayed devoted to prey. So I've come to tell you, it doesn't matter what the politicians say. It doesn't matter what the banker says. It doesn't matter what everybody else says. They're not the Creator and the God that I'm preaching about, the God that I feel in this house, the God that's in this service, He's able to reach down when others are useless, when others have given up hope, and He can change the character of His creation tonight. A virgin that is not biological able. To conceive or give birth, conceives and gives birth. A holy king is born a lowly kid. Eyes that had never formed are anointed with spit-made clay and can now see. Eardrums that were damaged or closed are healed and opened. Vocal cords that had never vibrated correctly begin to function properly. Legs that had always been crippled and deformed are straightened and strengthened. So let me tell you, it doesn't matter what your body is telling you tonight. He's the creator. It doesn't matter what the doctor is telling you. It doesn't matter what the report is telling you they're not the creator they don't have the final word but God is the one who can change your situation he can heal your sin sick soul he can heal your broken body he can touch your troubled mind because he is the creator tonight bodies that death in the grave had already claimed had to give up their claim. Tempestuous storms that were created to rage are rebuked and calmed. An issue of blood that no doctor or amount of money could diagnose for 12 long years is immediately dried up at the touch of one faith-filled, frail, anemic hand. Crippled legs that had laid by a pool waiting on a water-troubling angel for 38 frustrating years are made whole and begin to walk again. A crippled arthritic back that had been bent over for 18 years is immediately loosed from the spirit of infirmity and straightened. Blood that had always stained everything that it came in contact with. But when it flowed from Calvary's cruel cross, Everything it came in contact with from that moment forward, it washed it whiter than snow. And I know what some of you are thinking. Some of you are saying, well, I'm uncomfortable and it's uncharacteristic of me. I'm a quiet person. I don't know what all these people are doing, running and jumping and yelling and screaming. That's not who I am. That's not my characteristic. 
But let me remind you, he's the creator. And he can change your character tonight. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So it doesn't matter if it's your character to do it or not. It doesn't matter if you're comfortable doing it or not. It doesn't matter if you feel foolish doing it or not. The creator said you better praise him because he's worthy of my praise. Oh, I wonder, is there any praisers in the house? I wonder if there's anybody that just don't feel, feel like it's comfortable. You just say, God, change who I am right now. Break these chains. Loose these chains off of me. God, I'm asking you to take away the guilt and the shame and replace it with praise tonight. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the enemy says. He is not the creator. Now he's a wannabe. He, he tries to be God. He, he, he likes to try to do everything that God can do, but he can't. He is a cheap imitation. He's not the creator, but he is a good liar, and he can create some lies and create some mess in our life through his lies. But he's not the creator. He can't change the situation like God can. And if the devil has messed your life up, you need to turn a mute ear to him and let God him know you're not the one who made me and you don't have power and you don't have authority in my life but I'm going to go to an altar tonight and I'm going to say creator change my character change who I am change my circumstances change my mind change my heart change my desires doesn't matter what the enemy says He's not the creator. But the real creator can change the character of your mistake-filled life into a mercy-filled life. Because you know what can happen in this place today? You can repent of your sins. You know what you do when you repent? Repentance isn't just saying, God, forgive me. Repentance is changing your character. I used to be a sinner. I used to be a backslider. I used to be an alcoholic. I used to be a drug. I used to be this. I used to be that. But I'm going to repent. God, in other words, not just forgive me of my life, but change who I am. Change the character of your creation tonight because I don't want to live that way any longer. I don't want to be who I've been at this point in my life. It's got me to a place that I'm not happy with. It's brought me to a moment that I'm frustrated with. So God, in this house tonight, I want to repent and let you change who I am tonight. And then you can get in that baptistry tank. And you can go down in the only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus Christ. And you know what happens? You're not just getting wet, but every sin. 
every mistake, every failure is buried beneath that water. And the creator changes your character. As a matter of fact, he changes it so much. The Bible says those that have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. You change your coat. You change your garment. You leave the old man, the old character in the water. And he creates something brand new. And then the Bible says, he'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. You know what that Holy Ghost does? It changes this corruptible into incorruptible. It changes this mortal into immortality. It changes this sinner into a saint. It changes this this person who's full of problems uh, into a power-filled believer. And that I'll have power now that I have the Holy Ghost. And if you've never repented, the Creator's here to change your character tonight. If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, the Creator's here to change your character tonight. If you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost, the Creator's here to change your character tonight. As we stand. Even God, who called those things which be not as though they were. That's why he can do that. That's why he can say, I know that's never existed before, but I can speak it into existence. I, I can, I, it's not, see, you need to understand, so it's not just that God can't lie. It's that everything that comes out of his mouth becomes truth. It's not just that he can't lie. It's that every word that comes out, it doesn't matter how dark the darkness is, as I said earlier. When he said, let there be light, it had to happen. And I don't care what the enemy's been lying to you about all week or last month or last year or what he's been telling you since we've been through this pandemic, uh, this global pandemic uh, all across our world. But I've come to tell somebody tonight that God is speaking life into this house tonight. God is speaking peace. God is speaking hope. God is speaking when the enemy is trying to disturb and disrupt and trying to change your life. God says, I'm the only one that can change. I'm the only, you're, you're my creation. I spoke it into existence. I created you so I can change your character. That's why he can do more than AA can or drug rehab or a psychiatrist's couch or any doctor or any chemo or any medicine or any, anything on this place. He can do more than uh, Bush and, and Coors Light and, and Jack and Jim. He can do more because he is the creator and he can speak life. That's why he can take an alcoholic and turn him into an apostolic. That's why he can take a prostitute and turn her into a Pentecostal. That's why he can take a pill popper and turn him into a preacher. He can take a crack addict and turn him into a Christ addict. He can take your hurt and turn it to hope. He can take your pain and turn it into peace. He can take your worry and turn it into worship because he's the creator. And it doesn't matter what you're going through. He's here tonight to change the character of creation. So as every head is bowed, every eye is closed, I don't know who I'm preaching to. 
I don't know who needed to hear this tonight. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what you're going through. But I drove from Arkansas just to let somebody know that the God that we serve, the Creator, can change the character of creation in one moment. Some of you, you've been battling. Some of you, you've been warring in your mind. Some of you have not been able to sleep at night. Some of you, you're addicted to not just illegal drugs, but you're addicted to, to prescription drugs. And God's trying to tell somebody, in one moment, I can break that chain tonight. In one moment, I can loose you of the pain tonight. In one moment, I can heal your body that no doctor can fix in several sessions, and several uh, office visits. In one one moment in one altar call he can do more than a year's worth of psychological couch sessions he can do more than that self-help book you've been reading in one moment the creator can reach down into your life and change the character doesn't matter doesn't matter what you brought here tonight it doesn't matter how long you've been struggling. It doesn't matter what the degree of it is. It might be something minuscule to most. It may be something major to everyone. But it doesn't matter to him. He has the ability to change it in one moment in this house. Come on. Come on, reach out to the Creator tonight. He's here. He's mending. He's working. He's maneuvering. He's shifting. He's reaching down. Come on, I can't help but think seeing those hands that reached down in the dust in the beginning of time and created Adam. I can't help but think those hands are reaching down right now in Muncie, Indiana and touching somebody's heart. Touching somebody's sickness. Healing somebody's body. Speaking peace into somebody's mind. Come on, the storm you've been in. The battle, the struggle you've been fighting. It can end in this moment right now. It can end in this service right now because he's the creator and he has the ability to change the character of whatever you're struggling with. If he can make water flow from a rock, if he can dry up a river bottom, if he can turn a stone into a forehead-seeking missile, if he can take a virgin and give, let her have birth to, to the risen Savior, if he can do all those things, what can he do in this house tonight? Come on, there's physical healing that's going to take place in here tonight. But much more than physical healing, God's wanting to do some spiritual healing in this place. God's wanting to do some emotional healing. God's wanting to do some mental healing in this house right now. Come on, give it to him right now. Give it whatever it is. Just lay it at his feet and say, here it is, God. I'm not proud of it. It's frustrating me. It's causing me anxiety and fear. It's causing depression in my life. It's ruining my marriage. It's ruining my thought process. And God, I give it all to you right now. And I'm asking you right now to do what only you can do and change the character of your creation.